Next, my colleague Kate Fallis talks to stylist Susie Hassler. Research tells us that something like 75% of the impact we make when appearing on television is not what we say, but how we say it and how we look. That means presentation is crucially important to our industry. Susie Hasler is a stylist for the everyday woman. She started up Styled by Susie in 2012 to offer styling on a high street budget, helping women to feel great regardless of their financial situation. Susie, thank you so much for speaking to us. Thank you for inviting me. And can I get you to begin by just telling me a little bit about your own personal style, if you can kind of describe for the listener what you usually wear and how you got into styling. Okay, so my personal style, I would say, is... There's always a bit of a rock chick slant to what I wear. So if I'm wearing something girly, I will add an edgy piece like DM boots or I like ripped jeans, leather leather trousers, that kind of thing. Um, so I say my style is edgy. I like to think it's edgy anyway. <laughs> That's always a nice word. And I think a lot of people have that kind of edgy style now. You see it a lot more. Yeah. And I see a lot of younger people wearing that kind of style too. Yeah, well, I was having a conversation with the cab driver on the way here where I was saying that I think women's style is becoming a lot more masculine and you know we're dressing in a much more androgynous way and I think the rock chick that's why the rock chick style is so popular now. And how did you get into styling in the first place? Did you always want to be a stylist? Yeah so I've always I've always loved clothes I've always loved fashion and I did a course in styling and sort of did it more as a hobby really thought I'd do it for friends and family and just had an interest in it myself um but then set it up as a as a business and it grew via social media it's sort of grown from there really so yeah and do you find that there's quite a demand for styling what kind of clients do you have at the moment yeah there's a huge demand for it so I'm fully booked for personal shopping for the next two years Oh, wow. Two years. That must be brilliant for you from the business side of things. Obviously, you're busy, but that yeah. sounds great. I know my mortgage is paid for for the next two years. So that's great. Brilliant. Well done. Um, but I think, yeah, there is a huge demand for it. And because most of my clients are, a lot of them are mums, um, women who are in their 30s and 40s, who their shapes may have changed since having children or you know, they might be going through the menopause and their bodies are changing. And I think a lot of women start to lose their identities as they get older and they're not sure whether they're dressing too young or too old and they just need a bit of a steer in the right direction. So I work with lots of different ages, but I'd say that's like my core audience. Obviously, we're a broadcast PR agency, so we try and get people on TV. Um, If I can just talk to you a little bit about maybe some do's and don'ts for appearing on TV, what recommendations do you have for people? Um, You know, are there certain colours that you should avoid or anything like that? Tips for people who might be going on TV? I think it depends on what you're going to be doing on TV. And I think it's good to do your research before you go on. So perhaps look at the background of where you will be on TV. So, for example, if you were being interviewed on BBC Breakfast where there's the big red sofa don't go on there wearing red because anything where you're going to blend in to the background colours I think as a woman it's good to wear colours that stand out so you are better in kind of bolder colours it's good to avoid black and white because they just don't stand out particularly well on the TV white can be a bit dazzling black just kind of becomes this murky colour so those bolder colours I think are really good particularly for women to wear and I think men can go for more softer like pastel shades which are much better for them. Okay and what about patterns because that's kind of what everyone says avoid patterns avoid dots or stripes is that true? Yeah it is true so if you're a man I wouldn't wear say like a pinstripe suit 
um, or anything with a check or a stripe because when it's on the TV, and I've seen it myself when people have worn it on TV, it kind of gets a bit wavy. So you are better with a plain or block colour or if you're a woman and you want to go for a pattern, maybe go for like a big floral rather than, you know, like a small ditzy floral. Okay, so your advice would be make a bold statement. Wear yeah. bold colours, bold pattern. If you go for it, go big. Yeah, well also you want to be memorable for the person that's watching you. So you want to stand out in the right in the right way, obviously. Um, and colour can be used depending on what it is you're talking about. So blue is a very trusting colour. Red is quite a powerful colour. So you can also use colour psychology to your advantage, depending on what it is you're doing on TV and what you're talking about. And I think that's something I wanted to talk to you about, about the confidence. And maybe, for instance, if it's someone who's never gone on TV before, they've been media trained, but this is their first appearance, they're not feeling overly confident. What would your advice be on how they can dress themselves to feel confident because it is that thing like power colors like red as you mentioned yeah um is that something that you'd advise and just i guess how can people feel really confident in in what they're wearing before they go on something like a television appearance well i think the most important thing is to wear something that is comfortable um i think if you're not used to wearing say a power suit don't wear a power suit because that's what everyone else on tv wears if you wear something that feels authentic to you you're going to come across much more confident than you would if you were wearing something that's going to be uncomfortable. So it's important to try the outfit out first, try sitting down in it, because if you're being filmed, sat down and, you know, lumps and bumps might show. So I think being comfortable is the key to looking confident. And would you say it's advisable to maybe even video yourself in the position so like you mentioned sitting down standing up you might you might look really lovely and then sitting down there might be more lumps and bumps yeah would that be something that you, you might advise people to do yeah definitely I mean I think um I think particularly because they say is that the camera adds 10 pounds doesn't it? yes <laughs> so unfortunately um I think if I'm doing a video tutorial or something myself for Instagram I will always check what the video looks like just before I record it because you just want to make sure that as I'm sitting down now, that my flies aren't undone or because <laughs> some jeans can do that. Um, or that, you know, you might not like the fact that your tummy rolls over when you sit down. So just check that, just check how you look when you sit down and just check how it moves and how it sits and that nothing is gaping or showing. Okay. And if we think about people that might be listening now, so they might be PR professionals that work in an office environment, what do you advise for people who might be maybe new to working in an office? So stepping away from people going on TV, everyday office wear, um, what are the kind of trends that have been really big in 2019 in, in that space? The suit has actually made a huge comeback. And I think the the beauty of a suit is that it's it's kind of had a bit of an update. So whereas in the 80s, you had the power suit with the shoulder pads and the heels. Now it's got a much more masculine edge on it. So you can wear a a trouser suit with a pair of trainers, or if you're wearing it smartly, you can wear it with a pair of brogues, something a bit chunkier or like a loafer. Um, So I think that kind of masculine tailoring has been really big this year and it's going to continue into next year as well. And things like sneakers, like you mentioned there, people are kind of not wearing heels as much, or I guess sneakers have been welcomed into an office environment even more. Where has that trend come from? And and is it acceptable now to wear sneakers into, into an office? I think it is. I think it obviously depends on where you're working. I think if you're in a much more corporate environment like banking, I don't think it would be. But say you're working in marketing or advertising or something, I think it would be. Again, it depends on what you're wearing with the rest of the outfit. So if the rest of the outfit is smart, like a suit, or you've got a nice midi dress, 
the trainers are a great way of dressing it down. And I think the most important thing is to choose the right trainers. If you're going to be wearing a suit with your running trainers or your grubby Converse from five years ago, it's not going to look great. But if you wear them with crisp white trainers, a pair of vans, something that is actually really smart, it can look just as good as wearing a shoe. If we look ahead to 2020, what do you think are going to be kind of the big trends coming through in 2020? You've mentioned that this, the power suit and more masculine ways of dressing for women will continue. But yeah. are, are there any other patterns? For I know that leopard print has been everywhere this year <laughs> and probably years before. But, but what's coming up in 2020? It has. Leopard print has been everywhere. It's actually, I've not seen much about leopard print for 2020, but... Again, I think it's something that never goes. No. Um, polka dots, I think, are going to be quite big. Um, I, I always say with patterns, if you're looking to experiment with a pattern, uh, wear the pattern that is right for your shape and size. So, for example, I'm really tall, so I look better in a much bigger pattern. If you're shorter, go for like a smaller po- polka dot, that kind of thing. So if you're experimenting with a new print like that, that's a good way to go. Um, something that is going to be in is our um, Bermuda shorts. <laughs> What's a Bermuda short? Bermuda shorts. <laughs> Bermuda shorts are like a really, I mean, they're very 80s. Okay. Very 80s. Um, baggy, like a baggy kind of tailored short. Okay, I think I know what you mean. And, they, and they're worn, so the way, the way they're going to come in next season is with a suit. So with a suit jacket. So a blazer, oh, okay. Bermuda shorts. Um, not something that lots of people can pull off, but... That might, is a hard one to pull off. A hard yeah. one to pull off. It might be quite a nice summer look if you're looking for an yeah. off, for office wear. Exactly, a bold um, choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, lots of textures. So we've got netting coming in, so netted skirts, um, fringing, so fringing on handbags. We've got colourful leather coming in next season and um, 60s prints, so sort of big Imagine like your nan's curtains years ago, like big floral prints and garish colours. So a bit of a mix, hopefully something there for everyone. Great, yeah. Everything seems to make a comeback eventually, it doesn't does. it? Even That's why we should never throw it out, right? <laughs> Very true. <laughs> um, and if, if we talk about, um, obviously at the beginning I mentioned that you dress people on a high street budget. Yeah. So what kind of budget would you be looking at for a typical outfit? So if you wanted to put together something, for instance, a dress, shoes and some accessories, a bag, what, what are you looking at price-wise to get something decent and stylish um, and what are some of your favourite stores to find those items? So I think it depends on what you're looking for. I think if you're looking for a capsule wardrobe which is like a basic, your essentials are such a jeans, t-shirts, things that you can mix around. Um, I'd say for a decent capsule wardrobe you're looking at between three and four hundred pounds and that can all be done on the high street. You'll get loads of pieces for that and you can go to places like, some of my favourites include Warehouse. Warehouse is somewhere that I would say is high-end High Street, so it's better quality than, say, Primark. Um, Next are really good. You can always find something in Next. You've got New Look are really good. Um, Trying to think where else. Topshop are good. Topshop are great for jeans. So many people don't go to Topshop anymore because they think it's for 18-year-olds, but it's brilliant for so many ages. But I think if you're looking for, say, for example, you wanted a nice suit for work, something that you want to invest in that's something that's worth spending a bit more money on so go to somewhere like Jigsaw go to somewhere like Reese and a pair of trousers there would be about 120 pounds but they're going to give you longevity and if it's something that you're going to be wearing a lot of and you want to feel really confident it's worth spending that kind of money so it depends on what you're looking for but yeah I think those kind of classic pieces like a decent blazer you're going to 
be better off spending a bit more money on something okay. like that. So invest in the items that you can carry on through the years yeah. rather than because there is obviously a lot of fast fashion yeah. around things like Primark like you mentioned yeah. um, and H&M places like that yeah. so would you say it's I think people maybe think that because it's cheap at the time to buy mm. that they will get it there and then but then obviously as you say the quality isn't as good it won't last them as long and maybe yeah. they end up spending yeah. just as much on three pieces as they would have on one really good one yeah definitely and I think you can tell with certain things I think there are some things with Prim- Primark do some great things like basic vest tops t-shirts and you know unfortunately a lot of people don't have the budgets to go to somewhere like Reese and get nice pieces but I think it's just shopping wisely so Primark you can go for those basic items but if you bought a blazer from Primark and you bought a blazer from Jigsaw you would be able to tell the difference just in the way it's cut so yeah it's just being mindful about the where you're buying the pieces from you mentioned they're kind of a staple basic wardrobe that all people should have what are i guess three to five items that everyone should have in their wardrobe just as a really basic piece yeah so um the first one would be a pair of white trainers because you can wear them with everything you can wear them with a jumpsuit you can wear them with a trouser suit a dress they go with absolutely everything and i think if you go for leather a white pair of white leather trainers because canvas is gonna pick up much more dirt and yeah of course if it's raining um so white trainers um a biker jacket biker jacket you can wear with jeans you can wear it with a maxi dress you can wear it with a you know skater dress it's a great way of updating something so if you've got an old tatty dress in your wardrobe put a biker jacket on and it's good to go um and a white t-shirt sounds really really boring (laughs) but you can wear it in so many ways again it looks great underneath a trouser suit Obviously, white T-shirt, jeans, trainers, just a really crisp look. You can put it with so many different things. So, again, they're, they're kind of three very basic items, but you can mix and match them with so many other bits to create more outfits. Mm, absolutely. And, obviously, Christmas is coming up. Yes. I can't let go without asking about your opinions on what we should be wearing for all of the festive parties and for Christmas Day, are you a fan of the Christmas jumper? I am. I am a fan of the Christmas jumper. I tend to regret it after I've eaten because I get really hot. <laughs> they do get very warm and they itchy, do. don't they? Really itchy. Mm. So I tend to take it off. Um, but I do. I do love a Christmas jumper. Um, I think you have two camps with um, with Christmas. I think you have the ones, you know, the women that dress up on Christmas Day, and then you have the ones that want to chill out in their leggings and Christmas jumpers. Mm. So I think it's just about wearing what's comfortable for you, but always add a bit of sparkle. It does have to have sparkle. And there, I've actually, I've seen quite a bit of sparkle on the high street at the moment that's coming in for the festive season. Yeah. Um, what's good for a Christmas party? So if it is something that's maybe smart casual, um, you don't want to wear a Christmas jumper, but would you say something like a sparkly dress might be nice? Or how can you dress something basic up with some nice accessories? I think, I think going for some kind of sparkle is nice. And I think something that's really big at the moment is the sequin skirt and a sequin skirt suits all body shapes and it's the kind of thing that is great to wear from the office to going out in the evening for drinks so you could put like a nice chunky jumper with it um you could put a white t-shirt with it blazer biker jacket again so many different ways of wearing it um and the other way of dressing things up is to go for accessories so make the most of all the trends at the moment with big earrings and colorful earrings and statement necklaces and that that's a really good way of dressing up something that's actually quite basic thank you so much for all of your tips today oh, and you're welcome. Um, yeah very much appreciate it and i'm glad to know that we can get away with wearing a christmas jumper still definitely never thanks. stop no. <laughs> thanks very much for your time susie thank you